Wednesday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Apollo 13 Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of probably the greatest space history movie ever made, the 1995 Ron Howard-directed feature, Apollo 13. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TV Dads. And normally at this point, Chris Henry will stop by to say that he's the other host, but Chris is on assignment uh, this week doing uh, some yeoman's work for uh, for the EAA as they get ready for uh, Air Ventures, uh, where Chris and 500,000 of his closest friends get together and talk about airplanes. So in his stead, my uh, my substitute co-host, or uh, Joan Rivers of, uh, of The Tonight Show, <laughs> my, uh, my lovely wife, Nancy, is joining us. Hello, everybody. I'm thrilled and delighted to be here. <laughs> sure does sound it. I can hear the enthusiasm. But yes, you're doing you're doing good work and you're helping you're helping out Chris in a time of need and you're helping me out too. So hooray. Yeah. And uh and we're talking about this is a marriage episode. There's lots of marital stuff going on and and uh Marilyn's married to a guy named Jim, so you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> yes, but um her wig is a little bit curlier than mine. Yeah, a bit, a teeny teeny weeny bit. And uh she does have a more colorful lipstick and i don't think i've ever seen you wear what color eyeshadow is that it's kind of like uh oyster it's very, definitely 1960s color those big dangly uh it's like abalone crescent moons hanging off of her ears so very very impressive okay. uh, uh, i love it when you talk uh, about fashion i'm really that that's why people tune in for this show so the uh <laughs> they're uh they're driving along and uh yeah, you know, after- I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just noticing, but not only is that 1960s eyeshadow, but it's 1960s evening eyeshadow. And yes. there's, there's a difference there. That's a lot more sparkly and shiny, and you only wear that at nighttime. So you can notice it in the dark. Apparently. Um, it, yeah, it could be like phosphorescent even. The uh, They just finished uh, dealing with a, a broken down Chevrolet, which we've all experienced at one point in our lives. <laughs> And uh, Marilyn's trying to break the news gently to Jim that she doesn't want to go watch him possibly blow up on the uh, launch pad again. For the, yeah, for yeah, the I can sympathize with that feeling for sure. But this this particular minute annoys me a little, I think, because they tried to compress too much relationship stuff into just one minute of screen time. I know they had to set it up for um, no spoilers, but for what? happens at the end of the movie which is rather a dramatic moment but in in this one minute conversation in the car she first of all she starts making excuses for not going now we know that she just doesn't want to see him fly again and she's worried about him but she starts talking about the children and about his mother and he does the typical guy thing and he just you know gives reasonable explanations oh well the kids don't need you and my mother's fine and at that point she instantly changes to saying, oh, well, actually, it's just that I don't want to go through that again. And then he instantly changes to saying, well, you're going to miss a great show. In real life, a conversation yeah. like that would probably take place over three or four days, and there'd be a whole lot more <laughs> back and forth. And I kept waiting for the part where he said, you're a NASA wife, you have to be there, it's expected. And it just, to me, this whole thing was very abrupt. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think what, what it is, is they had 60 seconds to get to the next part of the story. Exactly. So, and it shows. Uh, I don't think it should show. Yeah. And the only thing they didn't do is start talking sing-songy. I was thinking 
<laughs> like it, it's the gen, it's the generic uh, married married life of uh, trying to say there's a little bit more to the conversation here. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's not dragging out the end of each sentence. Yes, whatever you say, a, dear. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Jim doesn't know how much trouble he's in. He didn't. Well, he did. He did. You know, give him give in on the on the out, and I think it's yeah. it's a pretty good marriage here as that. Yeah, yeah we've do. we've seen that already. We've seen they've got a good relationship, but in this particular case, you know, in movies and television, probably so many times in real life too. If only people just honestly said what they honestly feel instead of playing games, but it all resolves itself at the end of the movie. And again, no spoilers, but we'll see. Yeah, they really don't have much many scenes together after this because, mm. well, it, yes. I mean, we don't want to spoil the rest busy. of it. Yeah. He's busy he's flying busy, spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you're a quarter million miles away from home, it's a little bit, a little bit further away. So she gets to play mm-hmm. a lot of this by her, by herself. And it is nice to see an astronaut's wife not acting like the typical astronaut's wife, or like we were led to believe they act that they were a hundred percent supportive of their husband's missions. I mean, it's, it's. Yeah. I I can't even imagine what it must feel like to know that your husband's climbing into a tin can and flying to the moon. That's kind of terrifying yeah. to the average wife, or not. You know, or, just- or not. <laughs> It's the the idea that there are people down the street from you who their main job as being married to an astronaut is to uh, get in their car and keep you at home and away from a TV while the uh, the men in black come to tell you the, yeah. the sad news. Yeah, and I thought that scene was very well done. The one we had a couple of minutes ago when um, Tom Hanks was explaining about how the fire could never happen again, talking to his son. That was very sweet. And that was a lot more well done, I think, than this minute scene is. The idea that she's listening in on the whole thing right. and thinking, you know, these these are all of her worries as well. Did they fix the door? Did they, you mm-hmm. know, what what happened to us? Because all those people that, that Jim Lovell knew, she knew too. And she knew, you know, uh, uh, Chafee's wife, you know, uh, uh, Roger Chafee's wife. And yeah. she knew, you know, Ed White Betty Grissom. From, from the Gemini days and and Betty Grissom too. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Betty Grissom had a, had a rough go the, the whole, you know, the whole time yeah. that Gus was in, uh, was in NASA. So it's. Yeah. Uh, Betty, Betty Grissom just know, had a tough a, life overall. You know, and all these people were living in the same community and they all had to, they all had to share the same miseries, except all of their miseries were spilling out into people's houses at the same time. So, mm-hmm. and and they had to keep up a brave front. They couldn't let anybody outside the community see the, that. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a company town, and they have to co- tow the co- company line. So, yeah. difficult. I know. I know. If I were going on a on a spaceship, you'd go down and watch, wouldn't you? Um, I'd go down and stand with my hands over my eyes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would. I I wouldn't want to go, but I would. You do enjoy you do enjoy rocket launches. I have seen you at uh, several shuttle launches and, and unmanned yes. launches. It, it really is exciting, and I I can't believe that an astronaut's wife would actually choose not to be there. I I yeah, don't think that's how the movie's going to end. But again, we'll see. Now you've I, you know I grew, I grew up with rockets, but you're a, you're a late entry to watching rockets live. Oh, I, I hadn't seen one live until I met you. Yeah. You- <laughs> The things that happened to you when you met me, uh, <laughs> but but you saw you saw um, uh, several shuttle launches. Yes, uh, we all we we always go to the uh, the Indian River and watch from the the beautiful uh, banks of Titusville. Yeah, and, we saw uh, Endeavor. 
We saw the yeah. Aries. Yep, we saw Discovery. We saw the Aries One X. That's right. Yep. And we saw um, we saw Orion, the first Orion. That's uh, right. Launch. So that was a that was an exciting time. Unfortunately, the place we always go, the Rotary Park, is still recovering from the hurricane damage. So we can't we can't go there yet. So while we're while we're on hiatus from uh, from Titusville, we just have to wait for them to clean it up and build it up. But it is a a beautiful time. And we do have our traditions of uh, after after the launch. <laughs> yes, we go out for Cuban sandwiches. doesn't matter if it's yes, nine o'clock L- in the morning. I want my Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Elianceto's, by the way, if you haven't been to Elianceto's, you have to go there. It is a, a tradition. They've been there since the Mercury days and it is uh, probably the best Mexican food and Cuban food that you can get in the city of Titusville. And nobody can beat the the view they have off their front deck. They're They're right across um, the river. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. You get to see a uh, 39 AMB. I'm, when people uh, when people are going back to the moon or going on to Mars, uh, a lot of them will be watching from <laughs> while holding a sandwich in their hand at LNC. And then there's always the one couple that comes strolling in to have lunch and say, "What's the big crowd for?" Have no idea what they've just missed. <laughs> so if if people are wa- are going, to, you are a veteran uh, launch watcher. What are what are some good tips? Do you think for going to watch um, a great rocket launch? Okay. You, first, you have to park within walking distance of the McDonald's so you can use the ladies' room there. Yes. <laughs> and second, actually, I really like the way we did it the last time. It took us a little too long to discover this, but last time we rented an RV. We parked the night before, had were able to sleep in the RV, take a nap, wake up, and stroll out onto the beach for the launch. I would highly recommend that for anybody. Yeah, that was that was very comfortable. It was, many, many times. Better than sleeping in the truck, which we have been known to do. Yes, yes. But even though you know, our, our new car has uh, climate control that can last 24 hours. <laughs> That's so, true. But, we probably don't need to rent the RV now that we've got the new car, but yeah. in general. Yeah, but yeah. As long as we have access, access to a restroom is always a great idea and uh, near nearby food. If you can get coffee, especially for your spouse who enjoys coffee yeah. a lot, get access to coffee is always good. Um, we haven't done it on... Merritt Island yet, though. I mean, I, I know there are a lot of people head for the visitor center. The mm-hmm. only downside I see when you go to the visitor center is you don't get to watch the first, say, 10 to 15 seconds of the launch because it's over the trees. You right. It's like obstructed view tree. almost. And I, to yeah. me, that's the most yeah. exciting part when you've been staring all morning at that rocket sitting on the ground and then finally it starts to move. That's one of the most exciting moments of it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and everybody says and the same thing. <laughs> Yes, everybody says, "Look at it! There it goes! There it is! Watch that!" <laughs> yeah, do you see that? Look at that! Yep. So it, it's always it, the most amazing thing to me. Uh, you know, no matter how many times it happens, is how quiet the rocket is. I mean, you don't hear well, for the first thirty yep. seconds. Yep. But it goes. It is. It, it brings home those those high school physics lessons about sound versus sight. You know, and and you see the yeah. rocket moving. But you don't hear a thing, and then all of a sudden the wave just comes towards you. It is, it's amazing. Yeah, that that crackling. You can't. And when you watch it on TV, you'll hear the noise, but it's nowhere near the kind of noise that you're hearing when you're there. Because oh, when you're there, you don't hear the noise. You, you feel it. You don't hear it. You feel it. it yeah. You feel it coming, and then you feel it. It's like watching a parade when the drums all go by and the sidewalk starts vibrating. That's the same yeah. kind of feeling, except magnified about a thousand times yeah you, and after you see it you just want to drag people to say, you've <laughs> got to come and see this this is the greatest thing ever this you know and it's it's so much fun especially it's fun watching the first timers when you're mm-hmm. standing there and they'll ask you they'll ask you things like which one of those 
those towers out there has the rocket on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that's when you hand you over your binoculars. Where- oh, that's another that's another tip for first timers is make sure you bring your binoculars. Yes, get get some good binoculars. Yeah, and be prepared to wait. You're going to mm-hmm. be there. You get there early because you're never going to. If you decide an hour before launch that you're going to go see it, you're not going to. You're see not going to get a parking well, place. You'll see it. Yeah, you'll see it when it's high in the sky, but yeah. you won't you won't get a good view. And of, also, of I know, like we've run into people that flew down there the day before and then had to catch a plane back that afternoon. And if the launch was scrubbed or postponed till the next day, they missed it. So you really need to allow a couple of extra days when you're making your plans, just in case of weather yeah. or anything. You know, Coast Guard ship getting in the way or. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we've we've experienced all of them. But yeah, it's generally if you if you have a date when they say that they're going to launch, you can almost bet that that date is not going to be mm-hmm. met. It'll be like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow because the winds are too high, or there's some you know something's wrong with with one of the many things that can go wrong, or way down range. You know, they, they've lost the signal yep. in the Bahamas somewhere. So it's uh, it's definitely, but it's definitely something not to miss. You can't, I, there's no way if you've seen IMAX movies or anything, it's nothing like the real thing when you're there. It's, uh, it, it it's should stunning. be on everybody's bucket list. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I've still got a night launch on my bucket list. I haven't seen one of those yet because it's, it's amazing yeah. enough to see it going up into the sky into the daytime. I, I can't imagine what it's like watching it lit up against the dark sky at night yeah and we, we did see one that was like at a sunset launch which is which is always fascinating because once it gets above the shadow uh, where the earth's shadow is as, as the sun had set and the the clouds you know it's like it's like seeing clouds at nighttime they they you know they get lit up way at the top that's a that's always a beautiful thing but I, and i really want to get down if they ever have a night launch of a spacex uh, the Falcon that's, Nine, where they, where it lands at night. That's on my bucket list too. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we've got to we've got to do these things in the near future. Um, but generally, this is a this is a pretty good minute when you're talking. About, I mean, there's not it's not a technical thing. This is not a, a technical minute, but it's definitely a great interpersonal relationship. You do it you is. do get an idea about what their what their marriage is like. Yep. You you do you see them. You know they they understand each other even even now at this minute when they're not in agreement, they still understand how the other one feels and that's an important thing i think to have yeah they're they're not arguing they're just kind of discussing i mean i think they're both trying to decide whose point of view is more important to the relationship you know is it more important to him to have her standing there or is it more important to her for him to say i understand you don't have to watch it it's okay they're both being they're they're reluctant to hurt each other's feelings exactly they're coming up with reasons. Well, it's okay. This is this is an out for you, or this is an out for you because you know it, it's understandable. Yeah, I mean, it feels good. I mean, and the fact that Jim and Marilyn have been married all these decades, uh, it's kind of proved that that's the way to do stuff. So try, try, try to remember be like be like Jim and Marilyn. And if you got a problem, drive around in your Corvette for a bit until you work it out. <laughs> uh, don't um, laugh, but that always used to be my my method of solving problems and issues in a relationship if i was getting ready to have a fight with someone i would go out i would literally just drive around town maybe for an hour or so but that was my way of calming down but see the way they're doing it they're both in the same car together with each other that might not work as well yeah no when i used to i used to commute 60 miles each way to work and anything that happened at work by the time I got home, I was a different person because I'd I'd been yelling at the windshield for an hour and I got it all out of my system. So I, <laughs> yes, and that, every, that everybody good. on your regular commute said, "Oh, here comes that crazy guy again talking that, to himself." Yeah, guy. Maybe he's singing along to the radio or something. <laughs> but, um, 
but anyway, it's a, a, another another great minute. Um, well, thanks for thanks for being on the show and covering for uh, for for Chris. And um, oh, that's okay. Um, he owes me a favor now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we may we may have you on for more favors. We'll have to see when mm. <laughs> how Chris's schedule opens up. Chris, Chris, but, please uh, throw up your schedule, please. <laughs> <laughs> My wife hates microphones. Thank you. <sighs> Uh, well, th- uh, thanks uh, to everybody listening in, uh, joining us. Uh, we will have some more uh, interesting discussions coming up tomorrow with, well, who knows? We'll see. Check with, check back with us here. If you haven't heard any of our previous episodes, you can always find them over at Apollo13minute.com, Apollo13minute.com. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes or Google Play. If you do go to iTunes, please subscribe and also leave us a nice review because that always helps other people find our uh, podcast. Uh, you can talk to us, talk back to us online. You can go to Twitter at Apollo 13 Minute. You can find us at the Apollo 13 Minute Mission Control in Facebook, and uh, you can also email us. There's a there's a site on there's a spot on the Apollo 13 Minute.com site where we love to hear hear from you different different comments or whatever. So uh, thank you very much for joining us. We will see you here tomorrow. It looks like we're going to come up with a loss of signal in about 30 seconds. So we'll catch you on the other side tomorrow on the Apollo 13 Minute.